This is an ABC podcast. Have you been watching the latest season of The Australian Bachelorette? I'm not normally one to watch, but this year it's the first ever mixed gender bisexual season of The Bachelorette anywhere in the world. So it's super huge for queer representation in what has been a very heteronormative space. So obviously I had to get into it. I'm Nat Tenchich, and in this bonus episode, you'll hear my conversation with Noongar Yamaji woman, Brooke Blurton. If you're a Batchy fan, you might remember Brooke. We first met her in 2018 as a contestant vying for the heart of Nick Cummins, aka the Honey Badger, in which she came out as having had relationships with women on national TV. She walked out on the final three upon learning that Nick didn't intend on choosing a winner. And later, she returned to Bachelor in Paradise, where she connected with Alex Nation, but was left brokenhearted. Now she's looking for love for the third time on national TV. But she's the one handing out the roses to guys and gals this time. And it's given this series a whole new life. Well, I caught up with Brooke to find out how she was feeling about pioneering these big changes to the franchise. I don't think I've really processed it, to be honest. <laughs> Um, I think I don't think the whole gravity of it. I think I was just really looking forward to doing this season, regardless of the titles and everything. I think just being broken and and hoping that I would, you know, hoping for my happy ever after. But yeah, I don't think I've actually processed the gravity of it all. I think I didn't try also to think about that. I think it's really exciting for everyone as much as it is for me. But I think you know, I I love. I love the franchise. I've been really supportive of, you know, the success of the show in the early years. Last couple of years hasn't been the greatest, but I've always kind of loved the idea of like finding my person regardless of how that happens. So, Yeah. And like any option of person to um, that you are sort of available to, I have to say like when that was announced, like as a queer person, it was just so exciting to see this transfer into really the mainstream we're going to call Batchy uh, as a franchise the mainstream and finally there's queerness on this platform like I know you're processing it but I just wanted to say it's super meaningful to someone like me oh thank you I've had so many beautiful and thoughtful messages from both communities of especially in my first nations mob and and the queer community I feel extremely proud honestly I think that's exactly how I feel is just a lot of pride I think I really wanted to do this and hold so much integrity to both the communities that I was representing but also to myself and I feel like you'll see it come through but it won't be so tokenized or like exaggerated which is what people thought it would be like I think there's an assumption that like uh like okay you know there's concerns that they overemphasize on things but I don't really I think it'd be very tasteful do you did you sort of have a big hand in that approach because when it comes to doing something like this and being the first like how instrumental were you in getting this format going um like talk to me about how it actually happened I think doing it the first time look when I look at how I was in 2018 I feel like I was a little bit fragile I think obviously I was getting used to being on camera and like having cameras around and all that sort of stuff and then as I sort of grew more into my skin and got really more comfortable in doing camera stuff and media stuff I 
kind of looked at it differently in some sense. Like obviously I've always wanted to find my person and I had two years away from the franchise. A lot of people don't actually realise is that when I did 2018, I filmed Paradise the same year. So I had two years of uh, 2019 and 20 away from it and I was like, if they're going to do it, this is how I want to do it. And I had a lot of say in how I wanted it to run. Obviously, you open yourself up to the universe and I said to myself, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to have guys and girls. That's how I want it. And that's, you know, how I see it all playing out, like whether it's with a man or whether it's a woman, I'd like to have that option. Yeah, that's awesome. How much say did you have in the kinds of contestants that they cast? Because one thing I noticed and a few people online have noticed is that all of the female contestants are quite femme, which is super cool. I'm all here for like exposing more queer femmes. But like no one came up in a suit. No one rocked up butching it up a little. Look, I can say that, you know, I think that don't get ahead of yourself. I think there's things coming. I think there's a lot of things coming. I like personally a more femme girl. That's just because, you know, that's been my attraction. And that's what I kind of said to production when they were casting was that I like a more femme girl. I have dated both, obviously more femme, which if you want to put in that sense. But I found sometimes I have a very mass energy. I'm very femme looking, but I kind of have a bit more of a masculine energy in some sense, a bit more dominant (laughs) in a sense of like, I'm the driver. I like to run the show and I like, you know, being the provider in some sense. And it's all equal value, obviously, you know, I'm big on equality and and that stuff. But I like being the provider for a girl, but, I, you know, also kind of hold my own in a, in a guy's relationship. So, you know, it's a nice balance. I like a nice femme girl who likes, you know, getting dressed up with me, taking, you know, going out for dinner and just getting a dress or something on. Like that's just my, that was just what I was attracted to and that's my type of girl. So, yeah, but don't get ahead of yourself. Things are coming. It's only your first episode. So, you know, it's, things are just around the corner. I am so excited to see it. Um I want to talk a little bit about your growth between, you know, your first season and now, because like you said, you took some time off and you did say on Nick's season that, you know, first of all, it was such a huge moment actually coming out back at that point. Like, how did you feel at that time? Because even at that time, you said you weren't really defining yourself as a particular word. And now you seem to have really embraced by. So like, talk to me about that journey. I feel like in 2018 with Nick Cummins' season, I I felt, and you'll see in the, you know, the previous snippet of when I actually come out, there's no, I, look, when I came out, there was no coming out, to be honest. Like when I said, when I came to my family and said, look, I'm dating a girl, they were like, cool, like, no worries. I brought her to dinner and that was it. There was no, nothing spoken of, like it didn't really matter to them like they didn't care they were like as long as you're happy it's all good so when I was coming out nationally on the show which is um you know the uncomfortableness of it wasn't really coming wasn't the uncomfortableness of coming out it was like the pressure of like how are they going to edit this um because it's such a whirlwind also how is this going to be shown and then also the pressure was really coming from the girls inside the house basically kind of forcing me to tell Nick so that was it so I have grown so much and I the reason why I said look I don't define myself as a lesbian or a bisexual or any of that was because my friends don't introduce me as hey Brooke 
this is Brooke, she's bisexual or hey, Brooke, this, she's queer or a lesbian um, or anything. Like they're, they're just like, hey, it's, it, this is Brooke. Usually it's like, hey, this is Brooke. Oh, she's a black fella from Carnarvon. And, and you know, that's how they introduced me. So I've never really, my friends and I have never really defined each other and my family have never really defined each other by titles and labels. But look, in this society, we know how much people like to be put into categories, boxes, labels, titles, and 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 placed there, even unwillingly, like unknowing. Like so, I personally just have rolled with the bisexual because that's, I I would say, you know, I probably describe my more so as a pansexual because I've actually dated non-binary people. So I don't really classify, like, you know, I've been attracted to all types of people, but because this show is only male and female, it can only be defined as bisexual. So that's what they want to make easy. That makes sense for them. Does that make sense? Like, you know, it's, it's, they were only casting for male and female because that was what I put down as my preference. Yeah, that's completely fair. I will, it's so hard with the word bisexual. It has like all this stigma kind of attached to it, which I just really have issues with because it can include non-binary people but we live with the words we have well that's it and the thing is I always tell people like sexuality is so fluid like why do we have to define ourselves by the the people that we're attracted to or why do we have to label ourselves by people that we're people we're sleeping with like it doesn't really matter like yeah I feel like you know but this is obviously the first time that they've casted more than one gender so it is exciting it's 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 new it's great but also we'll get to a point in our life (laughs) we'll get to a point where it'll just be like hey this is our new bachelorette she's not anything yeah (laughs) she's she's Brooke (laughs) I would love to see by by default always Just a couple more, Um, you know, I'm sure people have been wondering about this, but we got to talk about the fact that it's like the first time where they can, not the first time ever, of course, but like the first time where it's quite, could be quite the expectation of the contestants getting up to some stuff among (laughs) themselves. (laughs) Were you worried about that or like even excited about it? I definitely do believe that like some people um, hypersexualize bisexuals as if we like sleep with everyone at the same time. And I think. Oh, sorry. Are you not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm having threesomes every week. (laughs) Um, I think, you know, there's just this misconception and I think, you know, it's a very, I don't know from the interviews that I've done, that's obviously the hot topic question. And, you know, it comes from very blokey blokes. It comes from a lot of women, women radio hosts. They're just really curious and I get it. I get it. But it's also like exhausting because it's like, well, if it happens, it happens. It is not something that I can control. I can only control the reaction that I have if I have a deeper connection with either of those people. But here I am sitting and saying that love is comes in all forms. And if they find and people find love in this experience, who am I to hold them back? Like I have no, no, I have no leg to stand on in like, stopping them in having a connection with other people but it would be upsetting (laughs) yeah well I mean that just had me thinking too like I'm sure not all of the women in the women contingent are bi or are they 
it's like half half like obviously all the men are all the men are straight heterosexual men but I think the girls that's disappointing I know I know (laughs) throw in a bi man for god's sake no I think most of the you know majority of the girls are kind of like split half lesbian half bisexual or however they define themselves we actually the good thing about this season is that it's not a topic of discussion in the series like it's not like it's like it's a matter of like have you dated girls previously like how do you have you been in a relationship or for not being like hey are you bisexual or lesbian <laughs> tick on this box please um do exactly what we don't want to have happen i i promised myself that i would never in inflict titles or um uh, labels onto someone and I think in the conversations that you will start to sort of see unravel is it's not about asking them it's like how do, how do you identify like what what's your yeah what would you prefer and how would you like me to, to you know introduce yourself or whatever yeah yeah and so I mean you're no stranger to this platform you've done it a bunch of times um do you think love on tv is real love are you do you do you find lasting love or are you kind of doing it for even more than that I think it all comes in full circle right I think I am so lucky and can confirm that I'm extremely in love and I have found that on this show and I was really hopeful that that would happen I was really you know skeptical I was really concerned that it wouldn't and I was worried but I really leaned into this year and this experience and I came out with my I guess my happy ending and I I don't have any regrets not one um but I think this on a bigger scale is so much more than that as well like it it, this season is just gonna blow people's minds of how many boundaries we're breaking but I think also they'll get to know me on a bit more of a deeper level and a bit more you know uncover a few more layers that they didn't really get to see in previous seasons yeah that's awesome um being from Triple J I'd be remiss if I didn't ask how um, G Flip's feeling about all of this. Oh, my G. Yeah, it was just weird timing with G. I, we were never dating or in a relationship. We had gone on a couple of dates, but we're still really, we remain really good friends. I'm so happy for what G's achieving. Yeah, I think a lot of people speculated that I kind of left G Flip for this experience, but that wasn't the case. We were, um, we're just hooking up. <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, you, you heard it here. No hearts broken. Um, G's doing all good. Brooke, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to the hookup. I am so chuffed again that the Batchy's gone queer and um, I'm really stoked that you can love too. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You can come to the hookup for all of your queer love, sex and relationship needs. And if you have a topic or maybe someone cool you'd like me to talk to, get in touch. We're on Instagram at Triple J The Hookup.